Moncrief on News Talk. Now, while the reaction to the visit of Joe Biden to Ireland has been generally positive here, it's been decidedly more mixed across the water. There's been a lot of commentary in the English media, but it's a cartoon in today's London Times that seems to have caused a sharp intake of breath. It depicts President Biden as, surprise, surprise, a dancing leprechaun holding a pint of Guinness. Some have claimed that this harks back to the days of Punch magazine, where the Irish were routinely depicted as simian creatures. The graphic artist Kean Tormey uh, joins us now. Afternoon, Kean. Hey, Sean, how are you? Not too bad. So as a cartoon, just as a piece of art by itself, for you, does it work in saying whatever uh, it is it's trying to say? No, it doesn't. And uh, and that's what I was I was going to try and, and see if I could shed a little bit of light on. Um, because the thing is, I find the, the, the cartoon itself to be kind of disappointing in, in two different ways, right? So the thing is, when you're trying to do something like a political cartoon, like the greatest functional aspect is to take like complicated social topics, but you present them clearly by using visual shorthand, right? Mm. So we use visual shorthand all the time, but it's the easiest possible way to to explain a lot by showing uh, not too much. And the problem with this one is, is that uh, if you don't use the right visual shorthand, then the idea doesn't come through. So uh, what you can see in this particular uh cartoon is that it's actually about biden being in northern ireland it's not even about biden being in ireland in general so oh, is that with that's not what i got at all from it but well okay. but it, but, and so that was the second thing i was going to say is that it's actually written into the speech bubble mm. so you can see that this the, the, this cartoonist mr brooks he's he's had an idea but the idea starts to break apart if you have to try and write in an explanation for it so yeah. Our idea of like leprechauns and things like that. Look, none of us, none of us are too kind of happy with the way it's constantly done. It's it's quite lazy, but the fact that the the cartoonist then has to explain that it's about Northern Ireland, like we don't use that kind of visual shorthand to explain the North. It's it's more complex than that. Mm. So I think that's one of the reasons why you look at it, and there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance when you look at something, and it's your brain understands it's telling you something. But it's the cartoon is trying to tell you something else, so yeah. it starts to break apart. The more the longer you look at it, the the less idea there is in it. Yeah, because I, what I got from it was that uh, he was saying, "I I love Northern Ireland." Northern is written very small, uh, but but you know he was saying he loves Northern Ireland. But what he really means, the real reason why he's here, is to be in the Republic of Ireland. That's what he really loves. He doesn't care about Northern Ireland, and that's why he depicted him as as a, a, a Guinness drinking leprechaun. Because well, perhaps we should take our hats off to Mr. Brooks then for a level of complexity that uh, <laughs> I didn't necessarily kind of afford it the first time. It seemed a little bit to me like the first thing you think of is to draw uh, in these like really kind of broad, like kind of plastic paddy strokes. And and then if you find yourself doing something an editorial says that's not quite like on the head, perhaps you need some kind of a more of an explanation to it. Mm. It felt a little bit more like an aside. However, your interpretation of it could be right. I would also say that if that is the case, if you're doing a political cartoon and there is in any way some kind of misunderstanding over the thrust of the idea, then it probably also isn't working yeah. too clearly either. But yeah, either way, though, and as you going back to the laziness aspect of it, Brooks felt the only way to uh, any the only depiction of Irishness he could come up with was a dancing leprechaun holding a pint of Guinness. And that's... Well, that's the... Yeah, that's the second way that it's disappointing to me because to a, to a degree, look, you, there's, you'd give it a little bit more leeway if this was in a US publication. But the fact that this is published in a UK paper 
I mean, you know, there should be, uh, you'd hope at least for a greater complexity in the understanding of the Irish experience from a cartoonist in the UK. I mean, if, if your job is to, is to comment on things that are happening, you know, in, in current events, I mean, you, you should be able to at least display some greater understanding of what Ireland represents than leprechauns and Guinness. Yeah. But. No, I mean, and some of the, well, I mean, I don't think there's a general sense of outrage here, but there's maybe a bit of weariness of, oh, no, this stuff again. Uh, but some people did compare it to uh, the punch cartoons, but like they were more nakedly racist, I would have thought, than than this is. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd be quick. To, I mean, it's look, online discourse, the first thing to do is to start like throwing, you know, Molotov cocktails. But the 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 thing for me is, you know, if, if it was intentional, it, it's a shame. Right. But if it wasn't intentional, well, that's also kind of a shame because at this point, you know, I think we've certainly acquitted ourselves well enough on the world stage in the last like, what, 40, 50 years that we can we can afford to expect a little bit, you know, of a, of a more nuanced treatment in a political cartoon. Mm. You'd hope so. Yeah. So but then again, aren't political cartoons kind of pretty blunt instruments at the best of times? Well, sure. As I said, if the if there's a, a clever treatment of the visual shorthand, but I don't think anybody, even if you and I interpret it slightly differently, I don't think either of us would would disagree that this is not like it, it's 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 pretty in your face. Like there's there's nothing quite like understated or nuanced about this particular take, which I think is the problem in and of itself. Yeah, the the. <laughs> It's not great. <laughs> it's not great now because yeah, yeah, man, you have a um, you have a background in advertising, Keen, so you kind of would understand the idea of uh, of transmitting an idea, whether it's a simple oh, idea or a complex idea, as gracefully as possible. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I worked as an art director for for just over a decade. If we pitched ideas, like first of all, we'd have to pitch more than one idea. But th- what you're trying to do is convey as much information in a single image as possible. Like that's that's your job. So the idea that something like this would also be put uh, now, and again, I don't know, Mr. Brooks has been doing this for a long time. And I don't want to impugn the man's legacy. But the thing is, if you go through an editorial process, one would assume you have to pitch more than one idea. Mm. And if this was the one that was chosen out of, you know, two or three, I mean, look, there's, there's no reason to assume he didn't just do the one and just bang it out. It certainly looks like a, like a top line idea. But if that was chosen by anybody else as well, you know, it's it, it it just it doesn't feel it it doesn't feel particularly respectful, yeah, uh, to anybody involved. Uh, um, but then again, uh, Sean, there was an article in the New York Times recently about Biden coming to Ireland, and the writer referred to Irish politicians as licking their lips in anticipation of, and this this was again from a, from a, an English journalist, and it just feels like I don't know, it, it just feels like we we deserve a little bit more kind of just a mature treatment than than what we seem to be getting at the moment it's it all feels a little bit lazy yeah well i I suppose i mean this is all you know soft power at work and all that kind of stuff and it's good for tourism and blah de blah and i suppose he wouldn't be here unless there was now obviously he seems to genuinely like being in ireland but i would imagine there's a there's a political benefit for him as well he feels well his 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 uh irish history is like he's he's quite a lover of ireland um and if you think about it I was listening to a podcast about it recently and you know he's he's quite old like he, his memories of his great grandfather who arrived in the states are relatively clear so he traces it back to a time when he under, he remembers his irish ancestry as being irish people who arrived in the states mm. so this is something that means something to him which is also again it's another reason why it's mildly disappointing that it's it gets this superficial a treatment visually as well yeah 
Um, that's that's but, about, yeah. that's the interesting thing though about those stereotypes. They're so difficult. Uh, to shake off. And like over the many years I've presented this program, I've lost count of the amount of times I've interviewed Americans who would be like professor of pointy headedness in Harvard and they <laughs> yeah. crowbar Guinness into the conversation. This is how I'm going to be delighted that they've mentioned Guinness. Um, well, the interesting the interesting thing about that is that there's almost a need to explain those things in an effort to kind of display your credentials as an Irish person in America. But yeah. that's the reason why getting something like this from one of our neighbors in the UK is quite disappointing because, you know, they're not trying to claim any kind of Irish heritage. There's no, there's no attempts to try and uh, explain to you that they, that they are Irish the way we are, you know, that kind of a way. Yeah. But so if, if anything, it's almost a little bit like, well, if that's all that you can come up with when you think of Ireland, then perhaps maybe a trip over here is, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you should be over here and Biden shouldn't. Yes, Bigara, um, come and have a visit and we'll say <laughs> yeah. top in the morning to you. Uh, Kian, lovely to talk to you again. Uh, Sean, keep up the so good much. work. Thanks, uh, thanks for me. That was uh, uh, the graphic artist there, uh, Kian Tormey. And uh, actually, just coincidentally, Joe Biden's uh, plane has just landed at uh, Knock Airport. Uh, it's just taxiing down the runway there now. Uh, it painted green, especially for the occasion with a little uh, uh, little hat in put on the top of it. Uh, a few comments on that the worst thing and this is interesting yes a few people have said this the worst thing about the cartoon was that it looked far more like King Charles than Biden it does you know it does look a bit like but maybe that's the only face he can do uh, now in fairness to him Peter Brooks the, the cartoonist who uh, created this is actually a pretty good cartoonist a lot of his previous stuff is very, mon, uh, very much on, on the nose and he doesn't seem to be like he'll attack anyone whatever the, the new story of the day is uh, like his depiction of Boris Johnson is, uh, it looks like Johnson is some sort of kind of, uh, he looks like a hairbrush the top of his head. It's it's quite funny. Uh, I saw the cartoon and my take of it is exactly as you described. It's crap, but I get the artist's point, says Liam. He's only here for the Republic and glossed over the North uh, with a token visit. Well, perhaps, but then again, yeah, I suppose, you could, yeah. That, well, that was my uh, take on it. But then again, I suppose maybe... How much time could he spend in the North? There was no Stormont. So, you know, uh, that's their own fault. Maybe they would have got a, a bit more attention if they had a functioning government. Uh, I mean, the whole trip has been very Irish and a bit twee. He's not fully wrong, uh, says another texter. Well, you know, you're right. There's a bit of that. He did. No, he didn't do the, the, the Guinness drinking thing uh, because he doesn't drink. Uh, which kind of is uh, ironic given uh, what was, uh, what was in that cartoon. Uh, but I, it depends. I mean, people seem to be, you know, the people he's met and the parts of the country he's visiting, they seem genuinely excited uh, about uh, about it happening. And is that twee? I don't know. It's just, you know, I suppose enthusiasm. Uh, it's clear what the British think of us and it will never change, uh, says Lisa. Well, that's not you know, make wild generalizations about that. Uh, do do to them what perhaps some of them do to us. Uh, uh, there was uh, much criticism of that cartoon in Britain as well, uh, because there's an awful lot of people, not least with uh, which people of Irish heritage living in Britain, uh, who would have seen it for what it was. If we're going to bring every US president to a pub, what can we expect, uh, says Doc Andrada. Uh, well, again, I mean, he did visit a pub, I think in Louth he was in a pub, but... Uh, he didn't drink, he wasn't posing with a pint of Guinness uh, in said pub. Ed Inclendalkin says, Why are we getting so worked up about that cartoon? It's in an irrelevant paper published in a country that's fast making itself irrelevant. Let it go. 
Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.